folks. Welcome to Young About That Day. I am Carl Hess. With me by my side, as always, Mr. Joel Miller. Woo! Ho! I'm here, baby. He's here. He's got the 7-Eleven coffee coursing through his veins. Oh, you better believe it. And it's nice and lukewarm. <laughs> Tepid, if you will. And, uh, I mean, I feel... You know what, though? Super upset. No hazelnut today. Mm. They were out. And you know what? I didn't feel like waiting the two and a half minutes it takes to brew a fresh pot. Is is the hazelnut something that you pump into a cup of coffee? or is No, the no. Coffee... It's, it's, it's already... Ha- it's like hazelnut roasted coffee okay. or like something like that. No, I, I, don't, I won't use that stuff because it's... It's like overtly sweet and disgusting, right. and I just don't want to have that. Right. Okay. So you you drink half of it, and then you save the the other half for the next day. Uh, yeah, not this guy because I have to go to work right after. Mm-hmm. So usually my move is I wake up around you know seven thirty, mm-hmm. and then try to make breakfast for my beautiful, lovely girlfriend. As as you do, as you as, as one as would a gentleman do. does. Of course. I mean, why not? And then uh, I walk over like, you know, about 45 feet to the 7-Eleven that's newly put on the corner. Can't be the convenience. You can't be the convenience. And I bust out my 7-Eleven rewards keychain <laughs> and I, I get my coffee. I get it's like a it's I don't know how many ounces it is probably like 20 something ounces. How much free coffee have you gotten at this point? Uh, a lot. Actually, I've gotten I've gotten several free coffees. Actually, there are times where they'll just like you're fine. Because you're making sweet. You're making money. I'm I'm You're not printing lo- money. I'm not losing money. Your lifetime coffee expenditures stacked up to mine is so low. It's well, I well I used to I used to go and buy like good coffees mm. like all the time. Like Seven mm-hmm. uh, Eleven, I, I love Seven Eleven, but I used to like go and get like really really good coffee, and now I'm just like, what's what about, the point? Wait, what about uh, making coffee at your house? Isn't that the ultimate convenience? I, I mean, guess you still have to make it. I mean, for, yeah, you doesn't have, come uh, out of a for, machine. It's, it's not that. I mean, like it's not like taxing at all. What I really like is the consistency of the hazelnut coffee from Seven Eleven. Okay, I like it. It's delicious, and I want to drink it, and it just makes me feel better about myself. I feel like we could just have Seven Eleven sponsor. Plus, us. I'm, I'm we help- talk about it. So I'm much. helping a, a a cute little mom and pop. I don't think they have many locations. Exactly. A they struggling really, mom and pop concern. They really, really need to. If people don't patronize this place, it might not catch on. Uh, but you know. I'm just I'm 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 literally over the moon with my 7-Eleven coffee. Well, I'm glad you're happy. As I'm long ha- as you're happy, I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm happy too. <laughs> See, we we both feel the same way about me. I, I really really like that about you, not just as a friend and co-host, but you're happy that I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm. Happy. I made a nice French press this morning. Oh Jesus! With, Ooh la la! With very nice beans. Did you that, have it with the baguette that I ground fresh? Oh God! No, I had it with two farm eggs that you gave me. I did give. Shout them. out Sh- to you. Shout out to. My beautiful girlfriend, mm-hmm. her one of her coworkers, Mario, has chickens mm. around his. I, I don't think it's a farm, but I think he just has like some right. chickens, urban chickens. Yeah, urban chickens. I want to have chickens. I these feel like chickens spit hot fire. Right, these chickens. They're scratching I'm always on the like, ones and twos. I always see like little people with chicken coops. I'm like, that's what I want. I, I just want to have chickens because eggs are probably my favorite food. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, you just have eggs and every once, morning. And, and once they stop laying, tear off the fucking plumage. <laughs> And just make yourself some fucking enchiladas <laughs> or whatever else you make with chicken. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to get to the point in my life. I'm not at the point in my life where I'm, I have chicken coop money, but like eventually I'll be there. Like it's a goal. You don't you, you realize that ch- like chicken coop money isn't like having like erecting a gigantic tower money. Well, right? it's like you got to build the coop. You got to put the chicken wire in. You got to look out for foxes. 
There's going to be foxes all over the goddamn place now. Or weasels. Weasels. Have you ever watched like Merry Melodies or Looney Tunes? Sure. No, chickens are at like a premium. People Have I ever watched Looney Tunes? Of no. course. Well, I don't know. Of course. What are you talking about? We've actually never. I, mean, I know that you watched The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. I've never actually discussed the Looney Tunage with you. But but like chick like getting your chicken stolen by a fox right. is a very significant problem in the cartoon right. world. Some I can only imagine it applies in the real world as well. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You'd have to be. You'd probably have to buy a shotgun. Um, you'd have to start. <laughs> I like, don't think I have to buy one. I don't have one. Sorry, I, I just lied to you. I do want to get a gun, though. Do yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Of course, I, I think. I it's feel a, like now's a good time. Now's the better time than any. They're gonna take them away. <laughs> I, I, you know, here's what I think about. I'm all for strict gun control. I do like guns. I'm also. I think for gun, gun control gun should control be super too. strict. Yes, but the thing I always think about is like, if there's a huge earthquake. And like the power goes out and society falls apart literally overnight. The people with guns rule supreme. The people with guns immediately in charge. Have you ever seen The Walking Dead? Guns are at a premium. You have to have a gun. You have to, I mean, you have to have a gun. How else? The are you big survive? one could hit Los Angeles at any time. But, power goes out. Water goes out. Money is useless. There's immediately bands of roving scavengers coming for your shit. You're, no, no one's standing in line to pay cash for no. water. No, no, no. They're no, gonna no. show up with a gun to your local mm -hmm. try and save. Yeah. And they're gonna, they're just gonna be like, I have a gun. Give me the fucking water. Yeah. The the, the scary part is. When society falls, the gun guys are in charge. What would be the first thing you got in a supermarket if society fell? Mm. Well, wa I mean, water. Because if, uh, like, in this scenario, big earthquake hits LA, uh, you know, power's out. You can't turn on the faucet and get any water. So, yep. so power and water are just gone. Right. So, I think water's, water's first priority. Water's paramount to everything because water is the building block of life. Exactly. If you don't have water, you're dead in okay, a couple so days. Then, so then you're a smart guy. But a lot of people wouldn't think that. A mm. lot of people would be like, it's the end of the world. I'm going to the Supreme store and getting that fresh new pair of urban youth kicks. <laughs> the teens are going to be dead the so quickly. The teens are, the teens they don't have any die. guns, they have no guns. I mean, some of them. Can you guns, imagine this like hellscape that's going on, and like all the adults are stocking up on water and Chef Boyardee, and it's just like, <laughs> and the Supreme line is just longer than normal. Right, exactly. And they're still waiting patiently. There, it's like you know that it's you can just go inside. They're like, no, we can't go no, in no, until they can, let us in. Yeah, Do you know how expensive these are now? The Supreme store. These cost the, four jugs yeah. of water, two cans of fucking beef ravioli. <laughs> The Supreme Store is the only store that's not like on fire, getting <laughs> looted. The teens are just like I mean, patiently waiting outside. It's lit. But it it's not fucking, on fire. It's lit, but it's not on fire. I feel like I would go for water and then probably ammo because you oh, know, yeah. you have to you have to stock up a bullets unless you already have a lot. Unless I, you're like a survivalist guy. See, that's why you have like a team. You get like you have like this already pre-planned. It's like Ooh, Carl's going to get water. I'm going to get fucking okay. canned food. Uh Jimmy's going to get the guns and ammo. Right. Because let's be real, out of all three of us, we'd rather him die. Yeah, I don't want to die. Jimmy's, Jimmy's yeah, expendable, expendable in this. Yeah, you and me were critical parts. We're critical parts of this. Jimmy. We could take him or leave him. Not so much. Uh, Jimmy's not a real person, but but like, <laughs> but you know, whatever team we end up joining, we're going to be clearly like the chief assets of that squad. <laughs> I mean, I can cook. There you go. I you I'm a, good with a gun. You have a brother that's a doctor, so I'm just saying by that's the top, the transitive properties, I have, you can save somebody's I life. I have rudimentary medical skills. <laughs> Uh, and a and a and a charming bedside manner. Of course, yeah. You're like the Patch Adams of our generation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, I feel like, uh, you know, once we go full on scavenger mode, like I'll be. I feel like I can I can adapt to a Mad Max situation really quickly. Yeah. Like I'll I'm. Some people will be like, I can't believe I'll be like day one. I'll be like, this is the new world. <laughs> people will be like, Ah, oh, remember when we had cars and power? I'll be like, forget it. Forget it. You're looking backwards. <laughs> We need to look forward. What do you know? 
Shut up. What do you think you know? <laughs> what do you think you know? I mean, I, I mean, I think I think we're I think we could do all right. Oh, we're gonna do. We're gonna be. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. We're and our loved ones. My right. my daughter. My family. Right. Your your family. The problem, I think we'll all be fine. The problem is gonna be the post apocalyptic food scene is gonna be shitty. God. It's gonna be bad. There's gonna be no restaurants. We're gonna be like cooking shit we find over flaming oil barrels. I mean, that's rough. I think one of the first things I one of the well, not the first thing. This is like a uh, like a second or third thing I would do, and then maybe the tertiary thing okay. is I would go to Bestia and I would get all their cured meats. Right, exactly. <laughs> people are people are writing to get like like canned goods and water, and you and me are like kicking in the back save door in Bestia. Save, save all the copa. Clear, clear. Find the copa. Find the soprasada. Move, move. We're just sweeping through the rooms. Steve Sampson's just like protecting his <laughs> right, like exactly. his, he's like, this is mine. Samson's he has like a, a chain. Samson's he's on like the roof of people. Rosa Blue with a Gatling gun. <laughs> try, you can try to take my whip Lardo, but I'm taking a lot of you motherfuckers down with me. From my cold, dead hands. <laughs> right, exactly. You can raid my charcuterie cabinet <laughs> over my gold <laughs> dead body. <laughs> Speaking of which. I went to Rosa Blue. You went to Rosa Blue without me. I went to Rosa Blue without you. <laughs> which, which I uh, did go to also. I've been to Rosa Blue without you. So. And which I'm not gonna lie, I I like it because I get to eat more. So <laughs> I don't know if that's when like I'm a at thing. the table. There is. I feel like now we're gonna have to go out to dinners, but we're gonna have to be at different tables so we get our own thing. But we're right. still like within proximity to talk to each other. Well, I will say the last time I was at Rosa Blue, you were supposed to come. You were very sick. I was very. It was, sick. It was a bummer. Yeah. I was with uh, John Yao. Shout out to John Yao, top ten guest, um, and uh, a couple other peeps. Yep. And you know. We got like so much stuff. That was like the meal in the last couple of years where I, I think I've eaten the most food. I think like, I mean, it was like there were we were leaving food. We were like, I can't finish that. Like that does not happen to me rarely. Leaving behind food like that. Is, you leave no man. It behind. hurts me. Yeah. It hurts me to do. See, but this like, is why you'd be great in so, an apocalypse. You leave so, no one behind. Exactly. I see. I'm, I'll be good in the post-apocalyptic situation because I'll I can eat a huge meal like a boa constrictor, <laughs> and then for the next like five days, I'm just working through that meal, burning it off. Just like everyone else is emaciated. Carl looks great. Right, exactly. He's all Carl, ripped. Carl's still good. Yeah, yeah, because he ate seven thousand calories <laughs> six days ago, and he's still going. No, but that meal was great. I mean, we ate. I was with uh, with uh, with Serena, and then two of our our good friends, Anish and Nadia. Um, Shout out to and and it. they and they can they can eat they can too eat. they can they can put put down the food and um, we we got a ton of stuff I mean St- Steve uh, sent out some stuff which, Shout which out to was Steve Samson I mean top he, ten guest he he sent out this like pork dish that was garnished with more pork sausage what? is it a new dish I guess it wait was is gigantic. it the sausage with the beans no it's it was like it was like a por- it was a pork porterhouse what with with the house-made sausage as the garnish on top. Whoa. It was did you take a picture of it? I did. I did I, take a picture I, I, of it. I, I, I didn't see it on the story. Well, I didn't. Well, I didn't see it on the gram. Well, I just didn't want to make you well, did cry it even happen? at home. I don't want to make you weep uncontrollably. Damn. As Poor you wished house. you were with us at our Well, I saw that you got that veal chop. That veal chop's so big. That veal chop. You know what I didn't realize about it? I guess I forgot about it from the that last time. That it has time. ham on it? That it has ham on it. It has prosciutto. And cheese. Best part about that is that we had to leave, like our our mains. We had we left like a good amount. Like I took pork and I took the veal chop home. Took the veal chop home. Very very sad state of affairs. Day. The prosciutto and cheese fell on the floor. What? So I had to throw that away. 
Ah, dude, you don't throw it away. Like, you pick it up, you blow on it. It's so good. I don't know, man. <laughs> three, a little dusty. Three cats in the house, throwing mm, it away. Oh, man. You're, I forgot you're working with a three cat situation. I'm working in a three cat situation. There's a situation. lot of dander. No, There's a lot of but, hair down you know, there. I threw it in the cast iron and crisped it up oh. yesterday before I went out to a hockey game. It was phenomenal. It's like a veal parmigiana. Yeah. But it doesn't have red sauce. It's just cheese and ham on top. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to like veal milanese, like because it gets served with oh, arugula right, it's, and it's stuff. breaded. It's yeah, like and like you milanese. know, like like I when I had veal milanese at other places, they put like just shaved parmesan on top of it, but no, they don't melt it. Right, this, this one's is like, melted on. This is like a blanketed sheet of parmesan cheese on top of ham, on top of breaded delicious veal, oh, and then there's like a little bit of arugula. Also, just, it's you know. so good and it's, it's so big. It's fucking gigantic. It's like the size of two steaks. You remember the beginning of the Flintstones where they put that giant rib yes. on the car and it falls over? It's bigger than that. It's Flintstones S. <laughs> if you were to set this on the side of a vehicle, it would upset the balance of the vehicle. <laughs> it upsets the balance of everything, man. It's just it has that kind of duality. What is that on the menu as? Do you remember? Uh, veal chop. Veal chop. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's on the menu as a veal God chop. Damn, we also good. Uh, we had the Maltaliagata. Yeah. Which I, one's that? Uh, it was like. It's like little like sheets like of, of pasta and it had mushrooms on it and like some other kind of green. But it was and, and, and Parmesan. It was fucking amazing. And then of course we had he did he we ordered the tortellini and brodo because I'm always gonna fuck shout the tortellini out and brodo. To, shout out to the but tortellini and shout out to the brodo. Shout out, shout out to the brodo. <laughs> fucking top ten top ten food. That brodo though. That bro, brodo life. That brodo though. That brodo though. Bro, did you get the brodo? <laughs> bro. Brodo? But he married the Parmesan dumplings and the tortellini and brodo what? in one pot. It was phenomenal. It was great. Wait, wait, wait. He t- he, he I ha- feel like maybe, because remember when he was on the podcast, first of all, folks, if you haven't listened to Steve Sam's episode, you got to go listen to it. Pete Second Italian. Of all, when, he was on, when he was on the podcast, I confused those two dishes. So maybe he was like, Carl's on to something. What if I just... <laughs> so he's, put, he's putting the other... Because there's a tortellini and brodo. And then there's a minestrello and sacco or whatever. And, and they like, Yeah, they're little like Parmesan like dumplings right. that are like square. And he had this giant like like kettle or something. I don't know. It was white. Broth and, pot. Yeah, broth pot. And he just had both of them together. Because last time I had both of them, they were in their own separate right. entities. Was that a special thing for you or is that now on the menu? Well, like I'm going to say that it is a special right, right, thing right, for right. me because I'm just a very special You're person. A special guy. I'm a special guy. Joe walks into your restaurant. You want to impress friends. him. Yeah. I, I actually called him ahead. I was like, hey, man, can you just uh, do the, the Look, two? Uh, the, put both those things yeah, in one thing. Can you do the duo for me, please? I need the duo. <laughs> get the duo. But it was it was a great night. Everything was fucking phenomenal. Did you had the, the eggplant, of course. Oh, my God, that Had the meatballs. Their meatballs are fucking great. I don't know if you had them last time. I can't they were even remember. so good. It was like a whirlwind. I'm surprised because you love meatballs. That I, I The sweetbread we talked about, you know, yeah, all, all the stuff. Did you get that pig head? No, we okay. didn't get that There's pig so head. much stuff there. It, it was just so, it was so like, you know, we had the 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 like little crescent like pocket bread with oh the God. whipped lardo so and yeah, yeah, yeah. the prosciutto on top of it. Okay, so it's settled. Great. If there's a huge earthquake and society falls, we're going, we're going to Rosa Blue. And just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Bambestia. Right. Exactly. You know? We fucking we'll we'll pull out our guns. We'll sweep. We'll sweep slowly down to Rosa Blue. We'll raid their meat cabinet, and then we'll be the kings. Yeah. Because we, whoever has secured meat in the post-apocalyptic wasteland, they win. They're in charge. They're in charge. I mean, you know, Spain will be the capital of the world. Exactly. Spain will rise to superpower status. They'll be like, uh, we have cellars full of ham for like a hundred years. We're totally fine. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, when the sky is full of ash, all vegetation dies. We're gonna be living on cured meats. I mean, like Hawaii will be fine. They have spam. That's true. You know, they got a lot you, you of could, spam. You could eat like France will be fine. They got cheese. Right. I mean, That's the problem, though. Like weird survivalist dudes 
are the ones who are going to be like the most ready. <laughs> they're like, but I've they're been like fermenting the, for 20 right, years. They're, but they're like the least mentally stable people. <laughs> like like hardcore prepper people, Those they're going to be like the ruling class because they're going to have all the guns and all the canned food. That's going to be a shame. <laughs> oh, man. What about you? Did you eat anywhere? Enough about me. Enough about me. Enough about me. Well, my little brother's in town, so I've been showing him around. Oh. You know, I'm taking him all the hot spots. Nothing crazy. We went to Song last night. Shout out to Song. Dude, bumping on a Monday. Dude, Song, Song is always bumping, man. On a Monday. It's always bumping. It was crazy, though, because, you know, talking about Night Market Song, my favorite restaurant. And I go there all the time, but they were out of the herb sausage, the sour sausage, and the larb tot. I'd never seen them be out of that much stuff. Wait, what? Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, I was like, but, you know, I got the Mu Yang, got the pork toro, got that new chopped salad. Oh, you had it? Oh, my they God. Do- I it's went the second for, time I'm having it. It's I went so for good. lunch last week, and they don't have it for lunch, which makes no oh. sense because a chump salad for lunch mm-hmm. seems quintessential mm-hmm. to an entire dining experience. It's, it's a new fave salad right up there with the chopped salad at Cosa Buona. Mm. Shout out to Cosa. Shout out to Cosa Buona. It's been a while since I've been there, too. Would love to go back. Mm. But um, yeah, I know, dude, song is great. I know people listening are probably like, wow, Carl and Joel's banter is so good. When are they going to bring on the guests? Guess what? There is no gas. It's just us the whole fucking time. You know, you people have been demanding it. Do another Carl and Joel episode. Oh, these guests are great, but we want more just Carl and Joel one-on-one stuff. Well, now you got it. Well, here here it is. Here it is right for you. Right in the old ear holes there. And and everyone rejoices. Mm -hmm. And there was much rejoicing. Uh, We did this because, you know, we wanted to read some of your listener emails. This is our first listener email. This is email. our first listener emails. We got some weird shit in this inbox. Slide into those slide emails into, and those DMs, slide baby. Slide in. You know, yeah. uh, we're always available. You can reach us at yap42069 at gmail.com. That's Whoop. Y-A-P uh, 42069. Uh, let's see. What should we start with? Um, there's there's a lot of weird stuff in here. I'd, I'd like to think that our fans are just really weird people. Um, I'm going to read this one. Okay, this this was going back to the uh, DJ Wine Daddy versus DJ Lunch Wine ah, controversy. Yeah. Okay, so this is from Ananya Kala. Shout she out. writes, "I'm a little annoyed that you guys seem to have settled on DJ Wine Daddy over DJ Lunch Wine because I felt very strongly that calling anyone X Daddy is a stale joke. Also, Lunch Wine is a lot more specific to the habit of regularly consuming wine. Wine Daddy sounds like you give wine away to others." And drink a normal amount, probably in a social setting. Hmm. Mm. Well, you know what? I'm gonna have to go ahead and agree with her on this one because oh. you know I preferred DJ Lunchwine. You uh, were pe- you were pressing for DJ Wine Daddy. L- listen, man, if you want to be the guy that just agrees with the people that mm. that that write in, that's okay. fine. I'm going to take a hard stance on this as well. <laughs> I'm actually, if there was sand, I would be drawing a line in would it. Would you immediately? Mm. This might end everything. If we were like the odd couple, I would have been se- separating the apartment. And right. Enough. Well, you know what? Maybe you're wine daddy because you're actually a father. I am, and but I also but, I'm but, I'm see, DJ Lunch. The difference now is that because I'm a father, daddy to me sounds fucking weird because I have a because I have a daughter. That's true. It's so I actually was talking about this the other day. Just like, does she call you dad? She doesn't call you Joel, right? <laughs> no, she that does would not, be fucking weird. She does not call me Joel. Yeah, no, she, calls me, she calls me dad. She used to yeah, call me dad. She used to call me daddy when I when she was a baby. Right. Yeah. Until she was probably like five or six. If or you're calling like your father daddy, like. Past as an, ad- like, as as an, an adult? adult, yeah. I guess that would only be a girl. Like, no guy would call his dad 
daddy as like an adult. I guess like you'd see it like a young woman calling her dad daddy who's like in her 20s. See, the, the problem that I have with this, with this email is that they said that the joke is stale. And a joke is only as stale as you want it to be. <laughs> it doesn't just stale out on its own. That's true. Because there are some jokes that are timeless. Right. I do feel like applying daddy to something like, is maybe smooth getting... moves, X-Lax. That's fucking timeless. <laughs> timeless joke. You're right. Some things are timeless. I, I kind of agree that applying daddy to anything is... You're seeing it used a lot. Maybe it's being overused. Yeah, but we... we I mean, you say it all the time. Salad daddy. That's true. Mm. It's, it feels right. See, that feels right because you're talking about salad. Now, it would be different... Oh, God. I mean, if you're venturing off into like the inanimate... That's fine with the daddy. Okay. It, but if you're like being specific about a person or group of people, right. you can't say I'm like a, I, I can't say you like, can't, I'm, I'm a Carl daddy. That's weird. <laughs> that's just weird. Oh man. That, see, that, that's, that's what I want to call my fans. Carl daddy. <laughs> we, we haven't even come up with a good name for yappers. fans of yappers. I think, yeah, I mean, yappers, yappers, pate heads. Pate heads. Pate heads. Instead of parrot heads. <laughs> foie gras in paradise. Oh, my God. We were going to look up foie gras, and we didn't do oh it. Oh, my God. Who's in it again? Bruce Kalman and Duff Goldman. Okay. And I don't know if I you guys remember other from another episode. I don't even remember what, remember what episode that was, but apparently there's a chef rock band called foie gras. I, if they can be foie gras, I can be DJ Lunchwine. I mean, yeah, but then you don't have to learn how to DJ. I know. I don't think you know. Well, what about to. what about if I'm a rapper and I and I change it to Young Lunchwine or Lil Lunch Lil Lunchwine? Okay, that's not bad. That I can get on board okay. with. And when you yeah, put, when yeah, you Lil put, Lil Lunchwine in the house. What when up? Lil is the prefix. Mm. Everything is automatically. Yeah, there. yeah. Turn my headphones up. Lil Lil Lunchwine about to spit. Wait, first I'm gonna need a glass of something. And then you can, with, I, I want something with a nice minerality. But then you mm. can you can, you can abbreviate or you can call it like LL Dub. Uh, like that works too. I, like, need some, it's great. I need some skin contact shit. <laughs> Get this white and red garbage out of here. Bring me that skin contact. My flow is as natural as the wines that I mm, drink, girl. Shit. My lyrics come as natural as this skin <laughs> contact M4 up six months on the skins from Georgia. <laughs> Aged in a pot under the ground in the Georgian hillside. What you know about Quevery, son? <laughs> Step to me not even knowing the Georgian word for amphora. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of my face. I could watch this all I day. I fucking drink out. I drink directly out of the quevery. I don't even use a glass. I feel like this should be your next bit when I you got, do stand up. I got three hot bitches pouring a, a quevery <laughs> directly into my mouth. <laughs> it just came so easy. I guess eventually you're, I'd have to rap. Your 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 like music video is just like a bunch of bikini clad girls decanting wine yeah. in the background. Mm, what you know about carbonic maceration? <laughs> mm, I'm gonna step up on the mic and carbonically macerate that ass. <laughs> Yeah, eventually I would have to rhyme though, and I don't. I don't think I could. Yeah, actually. you'd also have to have a beat behind you. You kind of feel like a right. free flowing. Right. Like can a, you beatbox? No. Mm, I mean, I could be okay. like boom, 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 boom. You know the, <laughs> My name's Little Lunch. Right? I'm here to say I enjoy drinking day wine in the, the major way. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of rapping I could do. Eighties rap. Wickle, wickle, wickle. Yeah, exactly. One time. Up. One time, yeah. 80s rap was... Or, or you do like, it's like this. It's like that. that. It's, it's like, like this and, and also, also like that. that. <laughs> 80s rap was so easy. But now I feel like we're getting back to that. Like all the new rap is like, you know, you listen to it and you're like, this no, is so bad. No, the new bad. rap is mumble rap. It's actually, it actually is kind of interesting because it's very formulaic. It's like A, B, A, B rhyme. It right. is kind of like, because it's like... Right. Da, da, They're da, not da, going da, for da. lyrical complexity. No, it's ma 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 huh. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's not bad. There, there's some new rap that I like. You there, do, you do like some of the new awful stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I've I always like some Migos I've always like enjoyed like I like good hip hop, but I also have always enjoyed like you know I like I loved like Nelly. Like Nelly wasn't good, <laughs> but like it, it was fun. Did anyone figure what, out what the band aid was for? I think it was a style statement. Was it a style statement? Yeah, it was a horrible style statement. I thought it was, I thought you looked great. Really? Yeah. Mm. I mean, when you're dancing and Nelly comes on, you're happy. Like when you're dancing <laughs> and like fifty, like Fifty Cent's not a good rapper, but like his music's fun to listen to. Yeah. In certain you know settings, take it. It's basically candy shop. dancing. Yeah, Candy Shop. This is a great song. If I'm dancing in the club. <laughs> I want to hear Candy Shop. And everyone knows that DJ, what, Lil Lunchwine Lil, Lil goes to the club mm. all up, the time. Up in the club. And Do you, can you even name like a here and now club that exists in Los Angeles? Because I fucking can't. I can uh, name you the best damn restaurant right now. I can't name a fucking club. Well, there's like one oak like on the Sunset I don't, I don't, Strip. I don't even know what that it's is. It's a swanky nightclub. Does there's the one Key in Club Vegas. still exist? What is that? <laughs> the Key Club. It was on the Sunset Strip too. Yeah. I See, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess I'm going to really embrace little lunch wine lifestyle that I'm going to need to start hitting the, the club. So if you're a little lunch wine, who would your DJ be? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe just Dave Fernie. Shout out to Dave Fernie. Top 10 guest. DJ Petnat. <laughs> DJ Petnat. <laughs> I love that. Hell yeah. And if you get, no, and his, it's like a DJ named Nathaniel, but he goes by Petnat. <laughs> yeah. Dude. God, this is it. If, and also if you get that joke, then, we're not going to explain it. You do, I don't think we have to. If you get wine, then I you like to get think it. that the listenership to here is a higher <laughs> caliber of people that right. aren't eating Doritos and getting stoned in what I would assume is their parents' attic and or basement. Right. You know, they enjoy uh, Petit Naturals. They enjoy Seven Eleven coffee. Well, thanks for thanks for thanks for sending that email. I disagree with you. Okay. Next one. All right. Um, On to the next. Okay. So this is this is from an individual. Named Orly Yarley. Shout out. Uh, the subject line is sex or cheese. And the body of the email simply reads, which do you give up? And it's signed Ismail. <laughs> I, but Orly Yarley is the name in the email. So we'll call you Ishmael. We call, call, you, call you Ismail. We will call you Ishmael. But an interesting query. That it is an interesting query because I can see it working in your mind already. I think well, it's easy for me because I'm not giving up sex. So I don't really, I mean, I love cheese, but like. No, no. And I agree with you on that as a 33-year-old man. Right, exactly. So now let's take this generationally. I know. What if you are 68 years old? Uh-huh. You probably don't give a fuck about sex You're at probably all. done with sex, but you're probably like, well, dude, I, have I, a, I, I, need, I need that funky-ass cheese I have, to fulfill I have my a life. bit about this. Like, like I, I, you know, I've been, I've been working on this bit on stage where I'm like, food is better than sex. Maybe not now, you know, <laughs> like when you're young and, and sexually active. But think about this. Even in the best set of You mean circum- when you're married at 25 <laughs> right. and sexually when active, When you save right? yourself for Christ. Exactly. And you give the gift of your virginity to your significant other. Thank you. <clears throat> well, think about this. You eat three times a day. Even in the best of sexual circumstances, you're not fucking three times a day. And, 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 the sometimes, and if you are. And if you are, that's go. great. Hey, out of way, way to boy and girl. But it's also like. That's not going to like, maybe you have a, like a crazy weekend. You're fucking all the time, you know, but like months on end, you're not having sex three times a day. That's just be, not happening. That would be exhausting. It would be exhausting. You, you don't would, have time. I mean, be, maybe uh, like, finish shit. maybe like sheiks are doing that <laughs> with harems, but like normal person, you're eating three times a day. You know, you're not fucking three times a day. So already food has the edge there because food is giving you more pleasure 
per day than probably sex is. What a what about a bad meal? Well, that's what I'm saying. What if it's like a quick like a quickie meal? Like you're just like, oh fuck, I just need to get like <laughs> right. this garbage in me. Eating Carl's Jr. in your car yeah, is, is, is it's that like the equivalent, equivalent of getting like a, a shitty hand job? A, a shitty from a bad looking prostitute. Like outside the back of a club, just like, all right, just do it. Uh God. Oh, she spit on her hand. Oh, you're God. Like, this is terrible. Yeah. Yo, well that well, that's the thing. It's like you want to so you want to maximize the enjoyment for every meal, but as, as just like sex, it doesn't always go that way. So it's good sex versus good food. That's that would, well, be, the, that good, would be the meta. But I feel like argument. there's more opportunities for food to bring you pleasure in a week of life than sex. What if it's just like you? What if you don't necessarily care that much about having sex and you have it sex once a there's week? There's asexual people. There are asexual. Shout out to the but asexuals. What if, what, they, what if that they can one spend time, more time focusing on food? One time per week. That one time is better than all the meals they ate during the okay week. well that's that's awesome that sounds like some fire sex and Good all work. you need to drink is water and but, eat chef Boyardee. but we're talking about young people now going back to what you were saying shift to a multi-generational view i feel like 60 and above you don't really you're like you probably don't really care that much about sex like sure you can take viagra you can still fuck i'm sure you're fucking now and again but like it's the, not at the forefront of your it's mind. It's not the consuming thoughts of a young man who's constantly thinking about it. <laughs> You're probably just like, eh, take it or leave it. You know? I, you know, I mean, definitely thinking about thinking about that. This way, like, in your twilight years when you're, like, 80 and stuff, you're just like, yeah, food. Right. You idiot kid. Right. When I'm 73, I'm not, probably not going to care about sex that much, but you know I'm going to fucking love ham still. <laughs> ham will bring me just as much joy at 73 than it does now. Eating a fucking hamoni barico will still be like, mm, fuck yeah. Yeah. So you're like, oh yeah. Right, exactly. That will bring me joy. You'd, you'd groan and be like, oh, this feels so good. Right. Oh, just give me more, more. Right. So I feel like you got to factor that in. In a, in a lifetime of pleasure, I think food has the edge. I think that's a, that would be a great like thing to do. Just like walk down like the Hollywood Boulevard and just like have a microphone and be like, excuse me, sir, uh, cheese or sex? We should do it. We should do it. I, I think um, it'd have to be specific though, because people, if you say food or sex, I feel like more people are just gonna be like, well, food, because food's so broad. Right, right. Well, the thing is, I also like. You know, there's gonna be one guy or like girl who's like, what are you talking about? Sex is the best, man. Right. What do you, what do you fuck think? Fuck all I the am? time. Yeah, no, yeah. I do fuck three times a day. <laughs> Damn right. Tell him, tell him, tell him, babe. She's like, yeah, we, uh, we, yeah, 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 yeah. we, we yeah, have, we great. have, we have, uh, intercourse. intercourse and I put up, I put up, <laughs> I put up two little bunny ears. Some <laughs> people I will say really like, I like cheese, but like, Some I don't, are insane I'm not cheese. like obsessed with cheese. I'm not obsessed with cheese too. Cheese is one of, is a very, cheese is fucking great. Cheese is something that I probably eat every day, if not every other day, at least. Yeah. Well, because I work in restaurants, so That's it's true. really easy for me to just take a, like a chunk of manchego and just like snack on it, like during the line. <laughs> Eating it like an apple. <laughs> just like, Joe, will you put down that manchego, please? I'm it's like, like, it's like Costanza in Seinfeld when he's like thinking of his bachelor paradise. He's like, I'm, eat, I'm eating a chunk of cheese the size of a car battery. And Jerry's like, I love how you equate cheese with some sort of bachelor's paradise. It's true, though. Eating cheese out of your hand makes you feel good. It, it makes you feel good. You get a wheel of cheese and just fucking bite into it. You don't have to share it with anybody. That's power. You, you, that, that power starts with baby bells when you're a fucking kid. Oh, man. Because that, is the, that is the bells. first wheel of cheese you will ever experience That's in true. your life as That's an American. Yeah. Probably not as a young little Barcelonian or a Catalonian. Right. But definitely as a fucking American. That's, That's something that I was like, oh, shit. That cheese comes in wheel Those form. Those cheese are fucking good. It's weird, though, because they have that like. The wax. The wax. But I like that. Why? What does it do? It seals in the freshness. What? 
There's so many fucking preservatives in there. <laughs> That's fred- true. It's good freshness. cheese, though. Well, I, I think if, if it comes down to the choice of a meat plate or a cheese plate, obviously you probably do both. But like, if you had to choose, <laughs> I'd go meat plate every time. I'd go meat like, plate I'm more every interested time. In, I'm way more interested in charcuterie than in like a cheese plate. I, I care more about charcuterie than... I, 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 I appreciate Dude, it more. When society I, falls, I'm not going to the cheese store with my rifle. I'm going to fucking <laughs> Rosa Blue and I'm fucking raiding that. Yeah, cheese. Jacques, you can keep all your fucking cheeses. I'm going to fucking. Although cheese is also a great post-apocalyptic food because it doesn't really go bad. Yeah, well, so if that, it's like that'd age. be like saying like pickles are. I mean, they would be, I guess, because they don't go bad. I don't. They. I guess eventually they would. But I mean, cheese. Cheese is great. Cheese has a, yeah. a, a very significant place in the food world. Over a lots of other things. Speak. Speak on it. Truth. It's to preach. Preach. Yeah. But I, I think as, as a young person, you're like, you know, Ismail, ask me again when I'm 73 and maybe I'll choose cheese. Because we're going to choose. I mean, I'll give up cheese for sex. Right. It would just be a bummer because my favorite food is pizza. And to That's have a true. cheese and to have a That's cheeseless pizza, which I used to do as a child, which still probably tastes good. You put pepperoni, you put sauce on it. Man, you can do some other shit, but I don't. It would be so hard for me to be like, all right, I I know what my choice is, but damn, am I gonna miss pizza? All right, let me let me let me pull up another email from this same person. Thank you, Ishmael, um, for having thank, us discuss our nightmare. Thank you, Ishmael. So this email simply reads: Joel puts ketchup on his breakfast burritos. Carl eats buffalo wings with a fork and knife. Both prefer thick-cut steak fries. Can you confirm or deny any of these rumors? Wait, who sent that? Same person. What? Orly Yarly. Wait. So first, of all, what, so the first, so the first. Are these point the rumors this, that are out there? Are these the, like uh, if this is if this, if this is true? This is fucking slander. Yo, yo, keep your fucking name out my mouth in these streets talking about. First of all, fork and knife with buffalo wings. Ketchup on a breakfast burrito? What am I, a psychopath? Wow. That's this, insane. Is this person trying to start shit? I feel like they're trying to start shit. That's that's that guy from uh, the from from the hot chicken pop up. He's gonna show up. <laughs> He's gonna show up. First of all, going back to Gabe Killian and the raging chicken pop up, we we can now confirm that it is closed. It's oh, clo- it's, clo- it's oh, closed. Oh no, it, it, it's it's definitely closed. So clearly, uh, making physical threats over <laughs> social media to people who don't like your restaurant is not a great business model. No, who would have thought? And you know what's crazy? They didn't they close after. Our podcast episode aired. Ooh, oh, is he going to be gunning for us? You know what? Uh, maybe. So I think we should move our, pl- our our home base. I think we should move our war room to another Gabe, place because Gabe, he you might don't show want up no beef with notice. fucking Lil Lunchwine. <laughs> Lil Lunchwine got shooters out here. Gabe, you're gonna fuck around and make a real bad decision in these streets, Gabe. I can just see you like smashing him over the bo- uh, the head with a bottle of wine, and then being like, "Take that!" and then being really sad that like all the wine escaped. And don't fell make on the me. Floor. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't make me get on the floor and drink it out of the sidewalk. Don't make me come up to North Hollywood or wherever you are. Or wherever you are. That's funny though. I, yeah, first, so, who puts who puts ketchup? First of all, nobody puts ketchup on breakfast real. That's no, insane. No, that's people t- do. That's, that's that's okay. Okay, I'm ketchup gonna, abuse is rampant. That is. I mean, yes, ketchup abuse is rampant, but on a breakfast burrito. I mean, I get it. Maybe I feel on like eggs you'd be surprised. or hash browns. I've seen people. I've but seen like, people a do breakfast. Bur- that would be like putting ketchup on a regular burrito. That's yeah. insane. For some reason, putting ketchup on a breakfast burrito doesn't seem as bad because it's like, you know, there's like bacon and eggs in there. I don't know. You would never put ketchup on a regular burrito. You would, and that's why. That's why I feel like you would never put ketchup on a, on a breakfast burrito. Salsa only, right? Salsa or only. hot sauce. It's a salsa situation. It's a salsa hot sauce sitch. 
Yeah. And I don't even know how you would eat buffalo. This is crazy. No, this, and I definitely no, don't prefer thick cut steak fries. Who, nobody prefers thick cut steak fries. Some people do. That's insane. Fucking weirdos. That's fucking weird. Who wants that much potato? I mean, I love potatoes, but like, I want like a good like ratio of like fry to dipping. That's true. Like, I want to be also. Able you to, want like, more surface dip. area for more crispiness. A That's big true. Steak fry. They so sog. Much- they sog out really fast. They sog out. Yeah. Also, shout out to uh, Hanji Park. The stew place we went to that puts an entire potato <laughs> in the stew, not cut up. No, no, not a, diced. A gigantic russet potato that's Full been that's been peeled, on. and it's so tender. And it's so tender, but it's like it's it it was the size of it was two of my big, fists big together. Potato. It was fucking gigantic. That was a serious spud. Oh my god, that was god. a real rock solid spud. That right was there. a rock. That was a rock solid spud. If, if it's uh if it's a little overcast in L.A. and you want some goddamn delicious pork neck stew. Hanji Park. Yeah, that it was a, it was a great meal. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Okay, let's do maybe let's do another. Okay. Have you like have you like interacted with these people? I don't I don't look at the email account. Um, do you interact? Do you like text them back? Do you send them like sexy photos of you eating no, charcuterie? No, no sexy photos, but keep keep emailing. Maybe we'll get lucky. <laughs> maybe we'll get lucky. Okay, so this girl you should know that I cried laughing in a crowded place once because my old roommate and I had the toilet paper wet wipes argument pretty much verbatim. <laughs> Here we are, back to the back to the fucking eternal what, debate. Did she say where she stood on this situation? I actually asked her, and she says I was Team TP, and the discussion revealed that my roommate only preferred the baby wipes because he was on Accutane at the time, and it chapped his bum. Accutane is a uh, an uh, acne medication right. that really dries you out. Right. So really. Unless you're on high-powered medication that's drying your ass out, there is no reason to be getting wet wipes involved. Now. Well, I guess now everyone knows I have a very dry ass. Thank okay. you. What about <laughs> when you're in a place where you have to use TP, like in a public bathroom? Is it Does it feel like sandpaper now? No, Because your no, ass no. has become pampered and, and used to a wet wipe? Listen, man. Your ass just, is soft, bro. Listen, listen, just because I enjoy a life of luxury <laughs> doesn't mean that I don't slum it with the commoners. You know, okay, like, yeah, I'll go, I'll go use their, use their TP. Do I want to? No. Okay. Am I going to do it? Yes. Cause I got stuff happening. But does it, does it hurt all the more? Cause your butt it is actually, now become tender. It actually doesn't hurt. I mean, I, this is, it, no, it doesn't hurt because it's not like, like using a wet wipe. Cause I still use regular toilet paper. I okay. go wet and then dry. This is what I've told you. Okay. But see, but here's my thing. If you go wet and then you get the toilet paper in there, it's not sticking. It's not. Sticking. You're not losing I bits like, of it. I feel like there's are like you a dabbing? Miscon- I feel like there's a misconception on like how, how wet, wet these wet wipes are. <laughs> it's not like you take them out and they've been like soaking in like water and like I've you pick tried it up. And it. Just like I'm not coming from a place everywhere. of complete inexperience. I've definitely tried it. Listen, man, your ignorance is overwhelming in this know. situation. I don't know. My, all I know is my ass is clean and dry. It's just also comforting to know that other people are having That's this true. situation. That's and that, true. And that friendships are being tested on a daily <laughs> basis with this. Uh, well, you've seen these this product they have. It's called Dude Wipes. No, I haven't. Yeah, so it's like they're wet wipes, but they're like marketed like Dude Wipes, and it's like a, a big like manly. So font. like like the brawny guy, but more jacked. No, they're just trying to be like. I think they're trying to tap into this market of guys who are wiping their asses with wipes. It's like, hey, do you use Axe body spray? Right. We have we got the thing for your but, ass. But they don't want to, you know, because most of them are marketed for like babies, and they got a baby on it. But it's like, you know. Dude wipes, it's like, hey, this is for dudes. Whatever. Hey, if they're good enough bro, for babies, whatever good you need for to wipe, you fucking wipe with these dude wipes, bro. They're not, they're not for babies. They're these like, are for man. They're like Mountain Dew flavored or man something wipes. too. Brought to you by Mad Wipes. 
Man, maybe we can get sponsored by uh, Dude Wipes. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. It's called Dude it's Wipes. It's called Dude Wipes. That seems not like a good name for anything. That seems terrible. What if they made Lady Wipes? Uh, uh, maybe uh, they do. Maybe they do, but they're probably not called that. Summer's Eve. Summer's Eve, exactly. <laughs> uh, a breath of spring. They have like nice breezy names. Dudes are like fucking fucking meat wipes, bro. No, I don't want that. I want the breath of spring. You want the breath of spring? Mm-hmm. I want lilac and a little hint of I want vanilla. It smell like potpourri. <laughs> um, I was thinking of of this story, which was uh, it's fucking crazy. I don't know if you saw this. It was reported in Vice and on Eater. Um. And I was thinking about it because you were at the hockey game, and I know you were eating some fucking good food at that hockey game. Uh, I actually, you know what? I we didn't eat a whole lot. We had some garlic fries and uh, a beer. Well, we've spoken about the Staples Center food before, which this, is which is which is very good. You should go to Staples Center. Stadium food from uh, Globe Life Park, which is where the Texas Rangers baseball team plays. Okay, it's called the Dilly Dog, is it- and it's a pickle that is stuffed with a hot dog. And then battered and fried like a corn dog. So you bite into it and you have a layer of corn dog batter, then a pickle, and then inside the pickle is a hot dog. I can only imagine that people who really, really want that are people who like go to like the state fair and are like, I want one of those big fucking pickles and the juice. I'm going to eat the entire pickle. I'm going to drink all the juice. But like my question is, how do you get a hot dog in a pickle? You know those big pickles? You hollow it out. It's, it seems so labor intensive. Mm. Someone, you gotta, you gotta do something. I mean, it just like look at this picture. Like, I like deep fried pickles. I think deep fried pickles are delicious, but I don't think I could have an entire pickle wrapped around my hot dog. It seems like an overkill. That's oh my god, that's way too big. I mean, it's like oh, it looks like a bagel. It's not like a. It's like oh, okay, okay. It's a corn dog with a pickle. It's a corn dog, but the the hot dog is inside a pickle. Maybe it, it's good. Maybe it would be good. I like. I mean, I like pickles. pickles. I like hot dogs. I like a corn dog. I like corn dogs. You don't eat enough corn dogs in your life. Like past like a certain age, past like sixteen, uh, your feel, corn dog consumption like I, decreases dramatically. I, I feel like that that is the you're coming from the perspective of a coastal elite living in a <laughs> bubble in the Midwest. Corn dogs are an everyday thing. You wake up. You eat your you eat your breakfast corn dog, which is Jimmy Dean sausage that's been fried. You you clock you, into the factory. You eat your second corn dog. You eat your lunch corn dog, and then at night that's when you have your main corn dog. It would be interesting to know. I mean, I, well, I feel like state like corn dogs are like the domain of state fairs. When you're at the fair, you're eating a corn dog or hot dog on a stick. The but staple they, of malls across America. They sell the ones that are like, you know, in the frozen food section, and I bet those are really popular. Those are. We actually at the restaurant once we just ordered a bunch. Like uh, on Amazon, we ordered a bunch of corn dogs and we just had in our freezer. Oh like God. every now and again, they would just like, ch- like there are mini corn dogs too. They would chuck them into the, the fryer mini, and deep fry them. And then, but then you start seeing, they start going overboard. Like they have like uh, sausage that's then like wrapped in pancakes. Like have you seen those? Yeah, but that's and they're just like, like on a stick. Yeah. It's like I, a pig in the blanket yeah, on a stick. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that's, I mean, like I do like sweet and salty and I can see how like that might taste good, but I never right. want that. First of all, I never want pancakes. I just would never want my a, a pancake wrapped anything. Right. It's like when McDonald's did the McGriddles. I was never like, hmm, that sounds good. Yeah, see, same with me. I think some people like the sweet and savory combo more than others. I would rather, see, when I eat 
when I eat like breakfast and stuff, I just go straight savory. I'm never, I'm never like, oh, I need some sweetness in there. Like yeah. every now and again, like you can go like, oh, I'll get a waffle. But right. like you're eating a waffle. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely team sweet and team savory. And like at brunch, you people either who want have like, chicken and waffles are people who can't make up their minds. Here's my thing about chicken and waffles. I like waffles. And I like chicken. I like chicken. Fried chicken. I feel like taking a bite that contains fried chicken and a waffle in it together does nothing for me. See, and like it's not a good flavor and combination. And people have taken that, and now they're doing like chicken and waffle sandwiches, which is just like why? Like I would take a bite of a waffle, I, and then I would eat some fried chicken. But I think together that combo doesn't like do it. For it doesn't. Me. It doesn't make you happy. Maybe it's because I'm like not a sweet guy, and like the sweet savory thing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really like. It's very rare, like that. I'll have like granola or yogurt for 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 lunch or for breakfast or brunch. I always go like breakfast burrito or breakfast sandwich or cl- like a classic, you right. know, compartmentalized bacon, eggs, hash browns, toast. It is interesting that like some people swing. Like I wonder what determines sweet or savory preferences. People are people who are just like who, who go to dinner and can't wait to have dessert. Then they wake up in the morning. And they're like, I can't wait to have morning dessert. Right. Well, yeah. What's that like? That's weird. Sugar heads. Dude, people who just love sweets. Yeah, see, love that's that's never been me. That's never been and me. And I like... Like, I love ice cream. Ice cream is one of the best desserts there is. But, like, oh, absolutely. most of the time after dinner, I'd rather have, like, another glass of wine or, like, an Amaro. Or, honestly, Did maybe you... a little cheese. Ooh. That's a classy-ass move. Get a cheese post plate post-dinner yeah. with, like, grapes and, like, some nuts. See, yeah. And that's, like, that's, that's sweet enough good. for me. Yeah. Fruit and cheese Fruit as and dessert. Cheese is, that's, that's good enough. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm that's all about That's little that. lunch wine shit right there. <laughs> yeah. I got that. Mm, I got, got that d- daytime... Cheese and fruit plate on the patio, son. <laughs> you got you got your hype man decant. What you <laughs> what you know about this well curated fruit and cheese plate? Yeah, I got a camembert. <laughs> no, but like the fr- that, back, that back is to a the, good move. But back to the fry that just almost like that fried pickle, like like uh, I, I'm gonna call it an abortion. Just looks just too big to wrap your jaw around. You no, have this to be is a like snake. the opposite of abortion. Abortion is something where you're like, I don't want that. Shut it down. This took like. So much work and planning to pull this off. You're coring out pickles. What are you? What? There's just what like machine. What? Are you using? There's just do like that. You think like a drill bit, a like tr- a, a drill press. <laughs> They're like taking it on a conveyor belt. It's like, all right, Morty, fire it up. All right, bring it down. <laughs> you just go back into the kitchen. It's just like a bunch of like steel workers. You're like, what the fuck? Like, the we're, hard we're hat. Cor- we're coring out pickles. We're coring pickles. Stand back, son. This is a hard hat area. <laughs> You need to get out of here. We got to do heavy machinery. We got 10 more pounds of pickles to get through. <laughs> I wonder how this is selling. I mean, it's Texas, so who fucking knows? Oh, God. Yeah. It's probably selling really well. Like, in Los Angeles, there you don't have a lot of those, like, giant weird novelty foods. Like, you go to Dodger Stadium, and you go to Stable Center. Dude, they but, have, like, a lote like, at Dodger Stadium that's fucking fire. The fucking the, the one that's the flaming covered in, Cheetos? in flaming hot Cheetos. That's only a limited time. Like they're bringing it back though. Days. And you know that apparently they're gonna have places like Howlin' Rays at Dodger Stadium Ooh. every now and again. Whoa! Yeah, it's gonna be like select nights where like they'll have. I'm assuming probably just a fried chicken sandwich available to to get at one of their stalls. I feel like in the last ten years we've seen airport food and stadium food like go uh, completely change. But in the on the coast, because like, have you ever been like? Minneapolis like yeah, airport okay okay or like but the like, airport in Pittsburgh but like Salt Lake City they got like a cat cora restaurant it's like hey I'll have a nice glass of wine and have <laughs> a fucking frisee salad at cat cora's restaurant <laughs> I'm connecting an SLC when I, when my I, brother lives in SLC so I go there yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Like when I went to when I went to Pittsburgh last time, it was just like, all right, everything has fries on it. It's chili. <laughs> I love how Pittsburgh claimed the fame is like they just put fries, fries in a sandwich. They put fries on a sandwich between like Texas toast, and you're just like, all right, I guess. I mean, I've never been to Pittsburgh. I'm you know I'm from PA. Shout out PA. But uh, yeah, I but mean, you're from you're from that coastal elite side of Pennsylvania. Well, you know, uh, P- Philadelphia is a, a cosmopolitan city. It's a it's a great food city. We we don't just put fries on shit. I bet it's good though. Fries on shit is good. No fries on fries on fries is great. I actually never like. I never really go for the putting French fries on in, on on a sandwich. I would prefer like if I had a sandwich, I put like potato chips or something crunchy on it. Like I love getting like a turkey sandwich. Ooh, really. Putting putting like salted potato chips on it. Well, or the, salt and vinegar potato the, chips. That restaurant that won like Bon Appetit's best new restaurant, that Turkey and the Wolf place in New Orleans, that, their signature the sandwich is like a fried bologna, and then it's like with chips in it, and it looks amazing. That is brilliant. I know because it's such a it's such a thing that, that lots of people do putting putting potato chips on a sandwich. You ever go to Subway and you get a fucking spicy Italian? You're throwing some flaming hot Cheetos on there. I've never done that. It's great. You should actually Flaming hot Cheetos in the spicy Italian? It just makes it spicier and crunchier. Wow. You I I can just picture you so high in Subway. What? People me? are like stopping no. at your table and like is that, is he doing what? Oh, I so, wouldn't I Excuse me, sir. Are you, is are you putting the flame out Cheetos? In- Back off! I won't. I won't eat in a subway because I don't want to be like a museum exhibit where people just kind of like walk by me and they're like, they're like, oh my god, there he is. People He's are pressed again. up to the glass. Yeah. I'm a human being. <laughs> Let me live. I was once like you. I think I'd rather put a potato chip. In it than a flaming. The Cheetos shape. I put, is I put weird. potato chips in it too. Like I'm just saying, flaming hot Cheetos is something that I actually learned from being in a kitchen with line cooks. They would put flaming hot Cheetos right. in sandwiches. D- flaming hot Cheetos in my kitchen are rampant. They are. <sighs> they exist every day. As they should in any good kitchen. And and just I mean, if you ever get a plate and it has a little bit of red smudge on the side of it, you'll don't know worry why. about it. Yeah, I would. And also, I wouldn't worry about it if I were you. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, we're just that's just hey, flavor take mark. It, take it yeah. easy. Yeah. Just, Do you know that flaming hot Cheetos the flavor? Was created by a janitor. Yep. Working at Frito Lay. Yep. And now he's like a he's like he's an like executive. A VP or yeah. Executive. He's like he's like an executive. And he and it was just like, hey, you know these cheese things? What if? Hear me out. We made them spicy. <laughs> I love that it's like a Goodwill hunting thing. Like they come in the next day and they're like flavor chalkboard. And they're like, wait, what's what's this flavor compound down here? It's flaming hot. What? Who did this? And then like he's like he like sheepishly like, he, like looks leans the the, uh, that was me sorry just a little something I'm working on on the off hours well you guys he's a genius <laughs> that's that's amazing that's a fucking flavor success story that is a flavor success story and then like and and that really tra- that really changed actually the chip game it changed the game it changed the chip game because now you see like there's like the like Takis or just like yeah. anything that's really really spicy they have that to think well this guy was Mexican and he obviously brought I think he's still Mexican actually okay, okay. I don't think it's still changed. Mexican yeah I don't think can we, can we confirm that can I'm gonna jump on the internet if he is still in fact he's still Mexican he's st- oh there you go I feel like that Frito-Lay's room was probably just a bunch of white people and they're like what what should our next flavor be like double ranch <laughs> and then this guy's like mopping in the back like Try something spicy. And they're like, what? Fucking crackers. <laughs> and I would like, like and they're to like, think, crackers? No, we don't make crackers. And he's like, like, no, no. I said uh, f- 
flaming hot. And I would, like, I would oh. love to think when he pitched the idea, it was like, all right, crackers, listen up. I right. got something that's going to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like the complete opposite. It's not like a Goodwill hunting thing. He's not sheepish. He's like, he like kicks down the door and he's like, all right, honkies, listen here and listen good. I'm, he's like holding a piece of paper. He's like, what I have here is going to make you $10 million. Here's what I want. Corner office, company car, 401k. And they're like, Done. Listen, you gringo ass milk toast motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm changing the game. I'm about to blow the doors off with this shit. Yeah. The best part about that is that na- now at this point, flaming hot Cheetos aren't spicy enough. There's extra flaming hot Cheetos. What? It's in a black bag and it's delicious. Really? Yes. How hot is it? You know what? Honestly, it's this is this is my thought my thought on this. And I actually had with one of our, our friends, Brian Krieger, Shout had Krieger. this had this discussion. Maybe eight years ago. Okay. When Flaming Hot Cheetos first came out, they were this beautiful right. red. There was a they sensation. Were, they were dark, dark red, red. Spicy as hell. Over time, the powder on the on the Cheeto got less and less. Whoa. To one to a point where it became like, oh, like this is like for white people now. And then whoa, they, whoa. And then, you're saying they decreased the spice level. On the regular hot, so they could create flaming hot uh, and capture two markets. Maybe. I don't know what this guy's name is, but now that he's an executive, maybe that was his master plan. He's like, look, we got flaming hot in these streets. People fucking love them. Now we slowly back off the spice until people are jonesing. And then, and then he like open, he like pulls off a cloth and, and he has like a huge like fucking placard. No, he just then has- we hit him with the double flaming and they're like, oh my God, he's done it again. It's like cocaine is great, but hear me out. <laughs> Baking soda. Let's make some crack. But hear me out. Double cocaine. <laughs> it's like Otto. You know those guitars that are like double guitars? guitars. Double guitars. Approved. Approved. <laughs> Hear me out. Tro- we make it chocolate even microscopes? Spicier. I mean, but, I, I but that's tr- the thing. Because now you have people who probably had Flaming Hot Cheetos the first time. It's like, oh, it's too spicy. Right. And they're like, oh, I can eat that now. And then there's people who are like the purists, like me, right. who were on board from day fucking one right. and are like, I need it hotter. And then they did it. And I was like, this is the same as before, but I'm going to buy your product because wow. I like it. That's like a tight conspiracy theory, though. Like, did you know that they kept backing off the spice level of Flaming Hot it's a cons- in order to introduce a it, Bro, a, you got to open up your mind, It's a conspiracy brother. theory and they have a giant board, but it's just one string of okay. yarn from yeah. regular Hot Cheetos to <laughs> Flaming Hot Cheetos. It's two and bags it's just, of chips with one red yarn. Right, two follow guys, me if you will, two brother. Two guys looking back and forth like... I don't see it. How deep does this go? The military industrial complex is involved. Who knows what? <laughs> this, this is going deep. This is deeper than you've ever thought. I have not tried the new extreme. It's not extreme. Actually, these have been around for now about five years. Well, you're more you're more of a snack man. You're in the 7-Elevens. I'm not. You're seeing the but bags. Here's the thing. I never go to 7-Elevens. I'm not. I, I, I am a 7-Eleven man, but you I got don't. Your finger on the pulse of these streets. I, I actually had... Um, issues with flaming hot cheeto consumption i was eating like two to three bags oh. a day like years ago i didn't ago. want to bring it up i know you had a problem and it was and i had an intervention from an actual Joel was a flaming hot fiend from an actual doctor oh my god that he's said, like why is your mouth full of red dust you're like i don't know what you're talking about what is my normal mouth he's like i want you to a restaurant Joel, there are red Joel, fingerprints all over my plate sit down no, he's just like, what Like, what are you eating? I was like, well, I, this is what I ate. And I was a line cook. It's like, like, Joel, let me see like, your hands. <laughs> you have them like bald in the fist. Like, no, get off me. Joel, no, let me see your hands. They said like, you can't. They're covered in red dust. And he's like, you can't do this anymore. You're using again, it's, aren't you, Joel? <laughs> I need my fix. I, I, regular chips. They don't, they don't taste like anything. It's like I'm eating air. Just hook it into my veins. Just hook it into my veins. 
you're snorting lines of the dust. I don't even need the chips. The <laughs> chips are merely dust delivery vehicles. I take it straight to the dome. That would hurt so bad. I can it's only a rolled imagine. Up bag. It's a rolled up bag of chips and you're tooting lines. Oh, yeah. That would hurt so bad. I have so a spoon bad. and I put like the dust on there and I'm lighting it with a fucking torch. <laughs> wow. So, so you beat you beat the addiction through sheer willpower. I, 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 and you no, spent like three weeks of promises in Malibu. Yeah, I was at promises like, <laughs> oh, I'm here for heroin. What yeah. are you in here for? And I was like, flaming hot Cheetos. Flaming hot and there's a guy across the thing. He's like, I feel you, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm here too. for that too. I got too flaming hot. <laughs> Things got a little too hot. It got too cheesy and hot. <laughs> no, but like, uh, I've actually I've decreased. Like, I don't I don't actively go and buy them. Like, if I eat them okay. now, it's because my cooks right. have them it, at it, the it, restaurant. Yo, it, it's, and now I actually might go buy. That's back. such a drug head thing to say. Like, look, I don't buy. But if it's around at the party, <laughs> if it's around at the party, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll have some. I guess I'll have some if it's a, if it's out at the party. But I, I'm not, I'm not going to bring it to the party. I guess right. I have some addiction you still, issues. You still have yeah, I still have some lingering promises. Didn't keep it. Promises. She didn't keep the promise to keep me clean and off, <sighs> off the red pony. Well, uh, you know, it's it's a, it's it's day by day. If yeah. We're gonna get through this together. Get I'm this here together. for you, bud. You're my, you, you, you are really the. If you're getting your coffee and you look across 7-Eleven and you lock eyes with that black bag and you start sweating, <laughs> just call me and I'll come pick you up and we'll go have like lunch at Costa Buena. What was that Lionel Hutz thing where he calls his sponsor and he goes, "You know, Dave, Dave, I'm, I'm feeling it again," and it was like Dave. What was it like? Dave Crosby or something was on the other end. He's like, "Don't worry, we're gonna get through this together, one day at a time." <laughs> he calls David Crosby. Yeah. I'm, I'll be your David Crosby. Thank you. I appreciate That's that. My you need to, to you. Now you need to have a sick mustache and right. gain a little. I'm gain, gain you gotta, gotta, gotta gain a little. Well, if I keep eating like I am, <laughs> uh, it won't be a problem. <laughs> uh, well, that was. We, we got to do Carl and Joel apps more often. Was, it was always, it's always fun. nice to talk to you. I also, don't we gotta, see you enough. We got we to connect with the people. We got to connect Clearly, with the people. Clearly, they have weird questions about sex and cheese and wet wipes that, we, that need addressing. <laughs> we can't leave them hanging that w- here. That would, be, that would be the name of our tour Sex, Cheese, and Wet Wipes. Sex. No, that's the name of our memoir. <laughs> our mem- sex, Cheese, and, and, and Wet Wipes. The Yap Years. <laughs> All right, you fucking yappers. I don't know. I don't know if I'm sorry. Are you pate heads? Pate heads. We're going to work on that. Uh, Well, thanks for listening. We'll be back with a fucking rad guest next week. Um, Once this airs, this will already have happened, but I'm hosting a cannabis weed uh, comedy dinner put on by Chef Luke Ray's top 10 guest, Luke Ray. Shout out to Luke. So tonight I'm going to eat a lot and I'm going to be very high. Well, I hope you have a good time tonight. I'm not going to eat a lot and I'm not going to be very high because I will be at work. Mm, someone's got to do it. <laughs> you're really ta- you're really taking that torch for the both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I'm here. It's like manifest destiny. I <laughs> see it in the uh, in the offing and you go and you achieve <laughs> and then you kill all the natives. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, what's the problem? <laughs> it's like, I don't understand. I'm hey, white. Uh, what's this the is problem fine. Here? What's the problem? Uh, these these Cheetos are too hot. <laughs> these Cheetos are too damn hot. These Cheetos are making me thirsty. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, as always, email us at yap42069 at gmail. Any questions or fucking weird shit like these people did. Yeah. Um, you know, follow us uh, on the Insta and the Twitter. Uh, that's at yappod. That's Y-A-P-P-O-D. You can follow Joel on Instagram at Joel David Miller. 
You follow me on Instagram at Carlos. Instagram's really the only good social media left. I mean, Facebook's <laughs> fucking garbage. Facebook's I mean, I know garbage. Facebook owns Instagram. Twi- but like, Twitter's garbage because Trump owns it now. Right? With like uh, his t- with his tweet. Yeah, you just can't, you can't scroll through the timeline with his, tw- with his twats shit. or whatever. But Instagram, despite all the problems, despite that it's owned by Zuckerberg, despite that it's non chronological timeline, still fun. You, you want to see some cute pictures of dogs? Instagram. You want to see some hot food pics? Instagram. You want to see Joel want eating a, a veal t- chop the size of two small children? Montana. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram. Insta. You want a sweet dank meme? Instagram Simpsons memes all day There you go Simpsons memes and food pics That's all I need baby Damn right That's all I need So hit us up on Insta Uh, Thanks for listening And we'll be back Next week Later